Welcome. You're tuned in to the Living in Rhythm podcast, where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm. I'm Sister Sunday, and I came here to let my soul shine. It's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd like to offer up my final thoughts on Gemini season and these last days before summer solstice. And I'd like to talk a lot about summer solstice today. I want to talk about the solar and lunar cycles, these very important rhythms. This is a very cosmic time, these, these solar rhythms like the solstices and the equinox. So we're going to get into a little bit of that. And summer solstice marks the beginning of cancer season. So we're going to talk about the season of cancer and the sign of cancer and how the, this first cardinal sign of water is coming through to help us with our emotions and our intuition. So we'll get into a little bit about the evolution of the zodiac into the sign of cancer. And we'll talk about the lunar phase. This this moon is actually heading towards a Jupiter-moon conjunction. So that's a half moon with Jupiter in the dawn sky. And I want to hopefully inspire you to check that out. And then there's a couple other little transits happening. Venus trining Pluto. Wow. There's a, a couple other things I'd like to get into, but... Before we do that, I think we should tune in. Hmm, take a nice deep inhale. And find your seat or your feet. Breathe deeply. Ground and root that energy so you feel centered and connected. And the big main practice is to continue to fine-tune to be able to calibrate our core, which is our center of gravity. And then come to awareness in the six directions the north, south, east, west, the sky, and the earth. And just feel into that. See if you can breathe. We can all start to make more space if we breathe. Breathe deeply into the field that surrounds our center of gravity. And that's the message, actually. The message, the main message of the season of cancer is feeling, emotions and feeling. And the more we can tune in to our center of gravity and feel that space around us, we become more aware of the field itself. And that's super important because there's feedback and energy and messages coming to us all the time through the field, through our senses, through our mind, our information gathering. And now the season of cancer represents the interpretation of that through our sense of feeling, through our emotions. 
And so it's a really beautiful time for one with that. And we'll get into the solar thing, but I, I really do want we'll to, we'll take a minute to tune in and see if you can't just feel the space that surrounds you a little bit. And then we'll get into a little bit more around what that all represents. So take a nice deep inhale. And exhale. As you exhale, just relax and find the rootedness of your center of gravity. And then again, inhale into the six directions, the four corners and the above and below spaces that surround you. And see if you can feel into where there might be lots of energy or where it might be a little stagnant or not as clear. Just feel that. See if you can feel for the subtlety of that. There's not a right or wrong to this. And then gently, ever so gently, start to inhale a little bit more, inviting a little bit more space and breath. See if you can expand in that field. Kind of push into the spaces that maybe were not feeling as clear now that you're aware you can focus more energy to that state, that space. And then just relax through your breath. Your breath's timing is the best timing. And then again, just do that a couple more times. And then when you're ready, we're going to do the three suspended breaths. And with these three suspended breaths, I want you to start to, I want for us all to really practice this when we do the suspended breaths. You're going to inhale to the full capacity that feels like your full edge. You'll suspend the breath and you're going to draw in, snuggle in the center of gravity a little bit. And then you're going to, when you're ready, see if you can hold it for a little while. But when you're ready, you're going to inhale a little bit more and expand the field and see if you can't feel and sense, again, the four directions and the above and below, the six directions that, that make up the angles of energy that we can send through our physical body and into our auric body. I know that's a lot, but hopefully you get it. So you're going to relax a couple breaths. We'll, we'll get ready to do these three. And I, I want it to not be stressful. I want it to be your own rhythmic timing, but I want you to also, I want us all to push that edge, really see how, what's the true edge? What's the edge of our capacity? So let's play with that. Okay. Okay. So I always just take a breath or two to just flush and come to center. And then when you're ready, three suspended breaths in your own timing, inhale, Tune the center of gravity, suspend, inhale a little bit more when you're ready, expanding in the field, and then gracefully let it out. Two more times. Inhale. Suspend the breath. 
fine-tune the center. Inhale a little more when you're ready. And exhale out. Funny enough, I want to clarify that I'm inhaling through my nose and exhaling through my mouth. But there's not a right or a wrong way, and I just want to let you know to experiment. Last time. Inhale. Suspend. Expand. And exhale. Mm. <laughs> and so just to become aware now as you've taken that breath, you're more centered, you've got more circulation. Feel the north, south, east, and west energetics distributed. Distribute the energy a little bit in your own body. Fine-tune it. Expand above you and expand below you. And just start to come to this, be comfortable with this space, this state. This is neutrality. This is the balance. And when we're balanced, we can receive the information. We can receive the sensory feedback. And we can listen and hear ourselves, our body, our emotions more clearly. This is a path towards being able to calm the mind or clear the mind, as well as the nervous system and the emotional system. It's also just like, this is like the way we've, we've been talking so much about fine tuning our own rhythm and our own resonance. When we do that, we're at our highest potential or we have access in, in capacity to achieve our highest potential. So I, I just recommend all of us to keep continuing to practice this. It takes but a moment to, to focus on one to three breaths. And it doesn't have to be the full-on suspended breath, although it can be. But it can also be just an inhale and an exhale in your own way. Okay, so play with that. And, and I'll do the same. And let's, uh, let's keep working it because it's helpful the more that we... So it's helpful for us to basically be able to tune into this field because we're wanting to start to interpret the feedback a little bit, or I know I am starting wanting to start to interpret the feedback that I'm receiving, you know, so there's a lot of messages coming through and it's about us being able to filter those messages, but also be able to tune in and see which ones are most relevant and resonant to our, to our situation or our experience. So this brings me to the evolution of the, of the Zodiac through the sign of cancer. When we change signs, it's really, you know, there's a new lesson almost. There's an evolution for the, for our, for the way that I look at the Zodiac is we're evolving the soul's journey. And so through each 
sign, each zodiac sign, there's a lesson. There's a lesson for the soul. There's a there's a focal point for the lesson or, or for the soul to work on, so to speak, the embodiment to 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 come through. So so we can actually, you know, move through time space rather than just become victims of it and just you know succumb to whatever life throws it. I mean, there's a fine tuning balance around like living in rhythm versus just being out of sync with natural time. And we talk about this a lot. So the Aries sign, you know, the Aries is the spark of the season of spring. It's the beginning of the Zodiac. It's the spark of life, the will. It's that will, the flame, the eternal flame, that that spark of the soul. The Taurus energy is the observation of life itself, the manifestation of life itself, and it's experienced through the senses. And so it's this understanding, like, this, that the world is much larger than just, you know, I mean, it's the spark of life is there. And then we have this experience of the sense of smell and taste and touch and feel and listening. And we can have an, we can start to have an experience through that sensory experience and perceiving through our senses. There's a gathering of information that comes through the Gemini sign. Gemini is all about that gathering that data and that information that's coming in through the senses. And then that information has an effect on us, whether it's our, has an effect of how we feel or how we act. And this is where the sign of cancer, the cancerian sign represents this, this, starting to feel and intuit a little bit. So if the, if Taurus is the senses and Gemini is the mind, then cancer is the heart and the feelings. Well, Leo is the heart, but cancer really is the emotive part of us, the, the part that feels the part that connects. And, um, I, what's what I love about the sign of cancer is that it's ruled by the moon. So each Zodiac has a planetary or celestial ruler. The moon is the planetary or celestial ruler for the sign of cancer. And it makes sense what we know about the moon. It's changing every two and a half days. It's got its own rhythm that it, that it really cycles through. And it's, it's, it causes us to be more sensitive, more intuitive. We go more inward. We go more internal. You know, like that's that, the lunar energy is very much that inward internal energy, like unlike the sun, which is more external, more exertive and external, um, and projective. So the lessons in the sign of cancer really have to do with us learning to feel and actually start to apply our understanding and the information we've gathered through our senses and how that relates to the spark of life, our willpower. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I love looking at the evolution of the Zodiac because we can learn so much. And so again, this I, this art and science of living and rhythm is about us tuning into the solar and lunar cycles and then being able to kind of ride those rhythmic patterns for our own processes, you know? So it's, it's a really powerful, powerful sign, the, the sign of cancer. So because it sparks the beginning. It actually generates the beginning of, of the season of summer. And like I've said before, during the airy season, all the beginning, all the beginning of the seasons, those signs that represents the beginning, they're all called cardinal signs. 
And we just got through all of this mutable energy. We're, and we're, we're finishing up this mutable energy that we've had with Gemini. And that Gemini Sagittarius moon was so lovely. It was That's the mutable energy that preparing us for change that we talked about in the previous sesh. Now we're starting, we're sparking the new, we're beginning. It's like the begin, 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 spark it, generate it, get it going. And you know, I'm using that word generator on purpose for those of you that like human design, because it's similar. The generators are very much cardinal energies. And so that cardinal energy that sparks the summer solstice, the sign of cancer is opposite the the winter solstice, the Capricorn energy. So now we're experiencing this Cancerian Capricorn polarity, or we will be at that moment of solstice, which we'll get to. But so the, the sign of cancer ruled by the moon really represents this internal intuiting, starting to feel my, my, the feedback and the, the, the way the world speaks to me. And it's really beautiful because it's the first water element of the Zodiac that we've experienced in, in this cycle. And the water element is very much that it's the feeling. I always use the image of if you have a pool of water and then you put a drop, you put like a, you just drop a a rock or you go skip rocks at the lake or something. And you see the ripple. I mean, just like the waves, they make ripples. That's all these ripple effects. And that's, that's the thing. It can be as still water can be still or even frozen. And then it can be ripple like the waves and it can just even evaporate and turn to like vapor. (laughs) Okay. So that's, that's a lot. But when you understand the element of the element of the sign, you can also start to understand the, the archetype of the sign itself as well. So the water we can, I I equate that to like our emotions when, when the water and the, the moon is full and the tides are high, this is very much, you know, like emotions run high, energies are high, the light, the full illumination is high. It keeps people up. It's like, it's a little bit more energized than when it's in the middle of winter or if it's a, a new moon phase where the moon is dark and things are much more dim in the illumination. And so, you know, there's this balance between that light and dark with, with this. And so I just want, when you're, when you're playing and we'll talk more about this as we settle into this, to the Cancerian season. But what I want, like as a little reflection is to start to feel like as we're in the field, tuned in to our center of gravity, start to sense, start to see if you can sense little ripples. See if you can sense the, the waves, the ebb and flow of the emotional state or the watery state of your being a little bit more. And you, and you know, part of the fun with this is to basically balance our balance, our, our water levels and our regulations of our emotions. I also think it has a lot to do with the hormones too. I feel like the more that we can, you know, and this is me just riffing off of my own understanding of yogic science and anatomy and physiology. I mean, I have a very basic level of, you know, I have a foundational study of physiology and anatomy through my years of working with the body in my own health practices. But just, I, I just, I know that the waters of our bodies and the waters of the earth are affected by these lunar and solar tides. 
So that said, that has a little bit to, that has a relationship to the fluids as well in our bodies. And so really, when you think about, when I think about this, this centering and, and tuning into the field, what I'm really talking about is circulation. I'm talking about bringing energy and vitality through that toroidal shape that we've talked about before, that rhythmic cyclical shape and, and just getting the energy moving, getting the breath moving. The more we start to tune into the field and see where maybe things are stagnant or where we're holding on and gripping, um, then we will, then there's this, you know, like the system can lock down. There can be like a congestion. There can be a stagnation. We're looking to start to, we want to start to tune into those spaces in our, in our body, as well as our energetic field and circulate that more. And what a great time to do it. What a better time to do it than the summer. Like, so the, this, this cancerian season is like this generation, the, the generating summer energy, the solar energy is at its peak in the Northern hemisphere. It's reached its highest point away from the equator where we have full illumination in the Northern hemisphere. That's pretty potent. Cause like in the, in the Southern hemisphere, it's actually winter solstice, which always gets me. <laughs> so that's cool. We, we want to think about this, or I like to think about this time, this Cancerian season that sparked by the beginning of summer, which is full illumination I want, I like to think of it as like full moon energy, just like how when the moon is full, the, the, the illumination, the light is high. It's so bright. We have a lot of energy. Like I was just saying before the tides are moving. That's how the summer is. That's how the spark of summer solstice begins. And it's just really beautiful because from this solstice point, if you observe, which we will through this podcast, through the living in rhythm, we'll watch how that solar energy wanes towards a winter solstice, which is the darkest time, right? So the summer solstice represents the longest days in the Northern hemisphere. From here, this is, this is full moon energy. So we want to use it to like when there's light, in energy, we have to maximize it. So like I said, you want to circulate more energy. You want to get your body moving. You want to get your breath moving more. We want to start to like really use the solar energy for our benefit. And the best part is, is there's not a right or wrong to this. Your timing is the best timing. Your rhythm is the best rhythm. So whether that's just like observing, you know, like getting up earlier with the sun and really checking out some of the things that we're going to talk about a little bit later, but really getting into either like waking up with the dawn or staying up later for the, you know, riding that evening wave a little longer, maybe both. <laughs> um, but the, the main thing is, is that we want to maximize this moment because we have more light. And as the energy wanes towards the equinox and the, the winter solstice, that We'll, we'll be drawing our energy in a little bit more. Okay. So that's kind of like riding the solar rhythm. The last thing I want to talk about with the, with the cancer season too, is just, you know, the, one of the main messages in the sign of cancer as well as it's the fourth house ruler. And this really represents the home and the name of my business is actually called soul house, which sun, but also 
soul, the soul body, and the soul's house, the place where we are embodied and you know where where the soul lives and has its experience for this incarnation. That's kind of my my concept around that. And the the sign of cancer in the fourth house really representing home. It's all about that really foundational, you know, love, home, clothing, you know, like I always say like food, clothing, shelter, water. It's those things that give us security and stability and make us feel safe. And I feel like what I, what I, my main, the main thing I'm, I'm getting and when I intuit into this, when I feel into this is that we want to expand that field a little bit more. We want to like broaden the, this, the protective shield around our, our home. And like, it doesn't have to mean you have to go into a bigger house, but it's actually getting the energy that's around your home, not just your body, but your home, your space, the, the things that you encompass, like we're looking to kind of bring into our home base, like a little bit more of a fortified protective shield, but, but broaden that field a little bit more, you know, and it's cool because like we're, we're putting ourselves out there more now. Like, I think that's a good thing. I also think it's also about like showing up in a clear, more fortified way. So again, like centered, more grounded, more clear from our sensory feedback that we're receiving and intuiting and communicating through. So like, there's this, I, there's this idea that I keep coming back to, that's like, if we can, the more we, I just feel like the more we start to secure ourselves in our center of gravity, we can amplify that field and get more circulation, more amplification, more radiance going through ourselves. Like, I just feel like this, I talk about it every week. This is how we heal the planet. I mean, these are, this is one of the ways there's a lot of things we have to do, but this is how we can take some personal responsibility in that. And so, you know, it takes a lot of courage to feel into yourself, to feel your field. And so that, that, uh, the little crab is what the, the little archetype of the sign of cancer represents. And it's the crab that's in the, in the shell and that comes out of the shell and scurries around and sometimes changes shells you know, it's, um, there's, there's a lot to that, that archetype, but what I would say the most is like, I'm, I just really want us all to find this full illumination, this, this light that's coming in to really spark a sense of more self-awareness, more, just like more honesty and truth with the way we feel and how we are, who and how we are being, you know, because like I was saying last week, there's only one of you and we want to we want, we all want to be, do our best, you know, I know we do. So one of the ways that we do that is to use this, this little, we can catch this little wave and start to observe that circulation in the field and start to see how does it feel? And little, little thing you can do to help you is I have this question. I have these couple questions I ask myself and I've said them before. Is this resonant or is this dissonant? Does this feel good or does it feel like it's doesn't feel good. Is this giving me energy or is this taking energy away? Those are the questions that you can ask. That's all. That's the same question asked in different ways. So play with it. Is this giving me energy? And if it isn't, if it's taking a lot of energy, then you can make some decisions. You know, once you understand the answer to that question, 
then you can answer some, you got choices. So yes, much love and respect on that practice. (laughs) So this summer solstice, the summer solstice in the Northern hemisphere marks that point. Like I said, where the North, where the sun's light has gone up to its highest Northern angle furthest away from the equator, which gives us the longest day in the Northern hemisphere. Now, this moment of summer solstice, as I said, it really represents this full illumination, the longest day. And this day is like, is like a, a day where we can just charge our solar panels, charge our batteries. And um, again, like I said, if we're honest with, with what we're feeling and who we are and how we are, if we're starting to get more grounded in our center of gravity, then... Being having that full illumination can give us insight into how to how to make the most of of our experience. You know, there's a there's like a nurturing effect to it. The moon, being the ruler of the sign of Cancer, is like it represents the the way we mother, or the way we've been mothered, or the way we nurture, the way we've been nurtured, and with that full illumination, we can really see what needs nurturing. It's like tending the garden. You know, you go to the garden and you pull the weeds and you sometimes have to harvest. Sometimes you have to water. Sometimes you have to cut some things back. Sometimes you just want to give it loving energy, the garden. And, you know, this is, we want to tend the garden of our soul house. And so this summer solstice is just such a beautiful time to really take, take stock into what we want to nurture, you know, what we want to bring more energy into. Cause as the Leo season comes in, as summer settles in, we'll start to give some stuff more power and, and we'll have more fun with it. But right now it's like very much like a nurturing nurture, give it a little love, see what can grow, see what can manifest, you know, like now that we really are starting to focus not only our mind, but our heart and our emotions See, so this is important because we, we, the more focused we are, the more we can achieve, the more present we are, the more we can receive. Okay. Summer solstice then begins on June 21st at 3.13 a.m. Mountain Time, which is on Tuesday. And that's the moment when the sun goes into the sign of cancer at zero degrees. And at this moment, this is the phase one of summer. At this moment, the moon is actually squaring the sun. So it's a half moon, a last quarter square to the sun is the way they say it. And so if you looked up at it, it would be a last half of the moon, which is the left side of the moon illuminated. And it's basically making a 90 degree angle to the sun. So that moon is is at three degrees Aries and the sun is at the zero degrees Cancer. And so one something that you can start to think about is that all of the beginning of or like all the seasons, like the modality of the season is really what tells a square. You can tell a square through the modes. And so like I was talking about earlier with all of the cardinal signs, which are start with Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, these are the cardinal signs of the zodiac. 
and they all begin the season. They're the, they're the generators of, the, of, a, of a new beginning in a season. And so when the moon is a half moon, it's squaring one of its modalities. And so it's squaring Aries right now, which is really interesting because that the Cancerian energy of like really tuning into the, the, our sense of self and our sense of nurturing and sense of being is squaring that Aries energy, which is actually the sense of self and the will, the spark. And so for me, when I hear that, when I interpret that sun square, the moon, this half moon that's coming up on the solstice, it really like it, it draws me to this place of like, there is some work to do. That's what squares are. There's where that's where energy has to be worked through a little bit. And so there's, they can be crossroads. There's something that has to be worked through within ourselves, our sense of ourself and our, our, our will to continue to thrive, to be who we came here to be, so to speak. And, and how we're feeling like it, the way that we are feeling and not only just like emotions wise, but like through our nervous system, through our, our sense of like security in all the aspects, you know? And so that sense of our understanding ourself in relationship to our emotions, which is really why I put the focus on being able to observe what's happening in the field. This is like, it feels like it's a very foundational practice to, in something that we all, every human needs work on is just being able to understand like, how am I being, how am I, what's my water, where, how's my water level? Am I boiling <laughs> or am I cold as ice right now? You know, is it, is this, is this state, am I overreacting? Am I just turning ripples into waves or am I allowing things to ebb and flow in a graceful way? You know, so that's kind of, you can put that on all the, on all the angles, whether it's emotional, psychological, the way we interact with others, you know, I mean, this is really deep stuff, but it's, it's really about, again, applying our, our understanding of the feedback that we're receiving and seeing how it affects us being honest with how it feels. And then using that as our way to either engage or like, how do we, how do we be, you know? So we're, we're really looking to, we're every single, every single layer of the lessons that I feel like through, as we just practice through this living in rhythm, it's really fun. I just feel like we're just tuning into the moment and there, these are little exercises and, and tips on bringing ourselves into a more focused state of being. And like I talk about every week, observation, self-observation, self-awareness, helps us to make connections and relationships to the world and our experience at large. And the more we're aware, the more choices we have to, you know, make good, you know, we can make the best decision through those choices. We have options and through a centered state, we can actually choose wisely, you know? So I really am honoring this, this square to the moon and what's really beautiful about this moon as well on the summer solstice on the morning of Tuesday, June 21st, there will be what I call a Jupiter moon. And what that is, is when Jupiter and the moon come together in a conjunction in the sky. And so that morning on June 21st, you'll be able to look up before the dawn and see a half moon 
next to Jupiter, which is so beautiful. So that'll be a fun visual. And then while you're at it, you'll also be able to see that Mars is in there and Venus is in there and Saturn is in there. We have this, this five planetary alignment that's happening. And like I talked about last week and it's happening, it, you know, all this is happening before the sunrise. So you got to get up <laughs> if you want to see it. <laughs> um, and sometimes it's worth it. And like I said, the light is, up, the light comes up pretty early now around four or something, four thirty, I think. So you got to get up pretty early to catch these early bird catches the worm, if you know what I mean or catches the star <laughs> and the planets. And so as that, like, so as that Jupiter moon occurs, that three degrees with the, with the moon in Aries, and then the six degrees with the Jupiter and Aries, you know, Jupiter and the moon is all about focusing on our intuition and expanding our insight into in our intuition. So that even more doubles down on all the Cancerian lessons that are that we can learn that, you know, it's just like, use this time to amplify your intuitive capacity. See if you can tune in, use your sensory system to gather information and start to really process it. Is it giving me energy? Is it not? Does this feel good? Does it feel off? Sometimes you have to face the off too. It's not a good or bad or right or wrong thing, but it is a sense of like, how can I start to really tune in and take responsibility for how I'm feeling and what I'm feeling, understanding it a little bit more so that it's not, we're not just like flying all over the place with our vibes, <laughs> uh, it, you know, cause the Jupiter can do that. If you, you know, if you, if you go the other direction, you could just easily just be like over emotive over, you know, over yourself, you know, like they say you could be a little extra, you know? And so with the Jupiter, it can, we, any of us can be that way with that Jupiter. However, I highly recommend using it to amplify the, the tune in to the observation and the securing the foundation of understanding our feelings, understanding those feelings as they come. The other, the last couple of astrological alignments that I wanted to bring up this week, one that I think is really pretty special is, and this is all happening on the solstice. So the solstice, and when I talk about this, this, this solstice chart, it really does represent the whole season of summer. So like we always put, we can, you can pull chart for anything, but if we pulled a chart for the moment of the beginning of summer solstice, then that chart kind of represents the summer, summer 2022. So all of this is summer 2022. And then we'll add on, you know, as we weave into the, as we keep living in rhythm, we'll add on to this foundation that we're, that we're coming from at this moment of the beginning of summer solstice. Okay. So, so I pulled the chart for summer solstice. It's on June 21st, 3 AM mountain time. That's Tuesday. The sun is squaring the moon. The moon is next to Jupiter. And then Venus is trining Pluto. And that's exact 28 degrees moon or Venus in Taurus and Pluto in Capricorn. And so we got a really interesting little earth trine happening and Venus is our value systems, our appreciation, the things that we love, the things that we appreciate and nurture as well. It's like the, the, the aesthetical love though, too. It's like very... 
the things that we find beautiful and we cherish. And it's also like, you know, it can be your monies. It can be monies and possessions. Um, it's your values. And so you, I really like thinking about this as a, you know, this pollute, this Venus is at home right now in the sign of Taurus. And what I think about that is that Venus at home is obviously getting charged, recharged in our sensory system and our, our, our understanding of the information that's coming through our senses and learning to appreciate it, finding the beauty in, in all these things through our senses, having a sensory experience that in trining to the Pluto is also feels like it's calling that soul because Pluto is the soul's evolution. It is the soul's mission in a way. And right now the collective Pluto is in the sign of Cap Capricorn, which we are re like there's a reconfiguring of, of authority of structure of the foundational base, which we know it to be true. I mean, life is not how it used to be and it's always changing. And I think that that's the point is like right now we're being asked with that trine. I just feel the energy of the trine in of Venus with that Pluto is, is bringing some balance and some harmony to our, our highest values, like what we want to really put our love and our energy and our time into and our appreciation into as we build new foundations, as we reconfigure and restructure and, and really reorganize the, the way of life itself, the foundation of life itself. And, um, having that, that trine, you know, in relationship to all of the cancerian energy, as far as like nurturing and bringing security and foundation, I think it's really beautiful. Like there's a moment right now where we can root into, like I keep saying it every week. These are the days right now we are seeding. We are laying the foundation for a new way of living of the way we want things to go. It's like, if you're down with the age of Aquarius, this is the dawning. <laughs> And these are the days, you know, where we want to really start to amplify the world in the way we want to see it. And that comes back to the, the, the art of the focus, really being able to tune in, becoming aware of like what's being, what's giving us energy, what's taking energy away. What are we being called to? How is the world communicating to us? You know, are we finding, are we finding where are we finding comfort and security? Where are we finding the challenges, the things that we can look at maybe rebuilding or rethinking? And in being so present so that we can tune into that and address it and, and have the choices actually to have the choice to address it. And, um, you know, this is really powerful. Like I was talking about last week, these are the days to live it. We have to start to live what we know the magic of all that we are, you know, when we come present, when we have that resonant frequency that we're holding steady and vibrating through the, you know, through time and space, it's, these things are adding up and we need all hands on deck today. <laughs> so yeah, 
happy summer solstice 2022, baby. I love it. And uh, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love this stuff. I have so much fun. And I hope you are too. If you want to book a reading, you know what to do. Livinginrhythm.com is the place where you can do all of that. And uh, yeah, I just, I'm so grateful for you. Thanks again for tuning in. Much love, y'all. Bless it. Peace.